Good evening, everybody. Welcome to But What If It's Perfect. I'm your host, Panda. And let me just be honest with you guys right off the bat. I've been trying to record a perfect podcast for upwards of a week now. And it's just now hitting me that that's not me. I'm never going to record the perfect podcast. Sometimes I might breathe too loud. Sometimes I might stumble over my words. Sometimes, and probably pretty often, I'm going to speak too fast. There may be times that I take too many hesitations or spend just a little bit too long between words. That's the way it's going to be. I might not always choose the perfect word. There might be times where people are going to be like, oh, did he really just say that? <laughs> yeah, I did. Because I may have been a professional journalist for seven years and I may have co-hosted a radio show before, but this is a dream of mine that I, I really haven't been able to even fathom for so long and now that i have the time and now that i have put in the effort to start this i want to do it right but i also have to realize that i'm still me i'm gonna make mistakes and you guys are gonna be there for all of them so first of all thank you thank you for listening thank you for giving me the time out of your day i don't take that lightly thank you for for hitting the subscribe button if that's something you want to do. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for sharing with me what you're drinking today. Because I'm going to be sharing with you guys every week what I am drinking. And what I'm drinking today is a delicious 2015 Cabernet Sauvignon bottled by Los Vascos in the Calchagua Valley in Chile. My God. Is it delicious? It is a wine that I knew I was going to love. Honestly, it was a wine that I saw on the shelves and I was like, that wine, that wine just speaks to me. It hits me right in the heart because I never really appreciated wine uh, until I was about uh, 24 years old. And I went to Chile on a work trip. And when I was there, uh, some of the locals said that I had to go to this winery. I had to get some Chilean wine. And again, I wasn't a wine guy. I didn't enjoy wine in any way. I, I, I just it wasn't going to happen. But to be respectful, and because I'm in a foreign country and they know the places to go see better than I do, I agreed to. I agreed to go to this little winery, Potro del Piedra. And I thought, man, I have to give this wine a serious try. So I got there, and I knew nothing about the place. Um... They weren't even set up to take tours or really have any kind of guests at all. But they had one little room full of wine. And we went in and I asked them uh, if I could have six different bottles of wine uh, packed up for me so I could fly back to the United States with them. <clears throat> this wine is good. And uh, they laughed. They only had one kind of wine. I had no idea. Uh, they had a Cabernet Sauvignon, and I had no idea whether or not I liked it, but they let me have a, a little taste of it, and yeah, I bought six. <laughs> I bought six, and I would have bought more if my pack, or my bag, um, could have fit more uh, in there, but as it was, the six in the box that they came in uh, took up all the free space I had in my in my pack. So 
it was sad I only got six. And when I flew back again, I got six more. <laughs> and uh, that remains my favorite wine to this day. That's still a wine that I look back and it just brings back all these good memories because since then I have been a wine guy. I've tried new wines. I have loved a lot of the new wines that I've tried. And that's why part of this podcast is going to be devoted to wine. Uh, as I said, today was a Cabernet Sauvignon. I saw it and I thought, I'm going to love that wine. I'm going to get it. Because the very first wine I want to try on this podcast, it's going to be a wine that I know I'm going to like. And that's not always going to be the goal. I'm definitely wanting to try new wines. I'm definitely wanting to try wines that I'm not sure if I'm going to like. I want to try wines that I am probably going to be convinced I'm not going to like. And hopefully they change my mind. Uh, and I'm always looking for recommendations. So if you guys have a favorite wine, if you guys have something that you want me to try, let me know and I'll try it. It will be in a podcast eventually if you guys let me know the wines that you want me to try. So with that being said, that's what I'm sipping on today. Please let me know what you're drinking while you're listening. Let's get into it. Uh, this whole summer, it feels like, I know it's only been a, a few weeks, but this whole summer has been dominated by hurricanes in a way that I feel like hasn't happened before. And to me, not enough of the focus has been on just the sheer severity and the amount of hurricanes that are going on at this time. You know, we had Harvey and then we had Irma. And I guess Jose is lingering outside the United States right now. Uh, there's Maria in the hitting Caribbean right now. Uh, when is that going to stop? I think there's another one behind Maria. Lee? That's crazy. I mean, how many hurricanes have to come in one year? <laughs> in one month? Uh, for us to realize that this isn't normal. This is something that is a direct result of climate change and... Whether or not you decide to believe the 0.3% of scientists or whatever it is that think that climate change isn't uh, affected by the human race, please, this isn't the podcast for you. I'll be honest with you right now. This isn't the podcast for you. So I appreciate you giving me the, the six and a half minutes of your life thus far, but it is, you're just not going to fit in very well. <laughs> so... Again, climate change is absolutely real. It's absolutely something that we are having an effect on. And it's frustrating that we aren't doing enough currently to take away from that. How do we think we're going to survive as a species if we continually ruin the very planet that we live on? And there's some pie-in-the-sky scenario where people are like, oh, we'll just go to a different planet. Yeah, how close are we to that right now? We can get to the moon reliably. And other than that, what's the plan? We can't live on the moon. Um, some of our rovers can get pretty far out there in terms of the planetary solar system that we are in. But yeah, we're not going to get anywhere anytime soon we have this planet and that's about it so we need to as you know a race uh realize that and and understand how we can actually move 
on from the fossil fuels that we currently use because it's frustrating and we're not making enough strides when are we going to realize that it's time who knows these hurricanes have been devastating they've been horribly strong thousands of lives have been affected millions of lives have been affected thousands of lives have been damaged uh many many people have died and and more are coming you know hundreds of people have died already and i'm not talking about just americans because i'm sorry americans do matter but they only matter as much as everybody else in the world you know every single human to me and it should be for you matter so when i'm talking about hundreds of people's of people have already died uh the caribbean counts in that as well mexico counts in that as well so i just man i hope we realize what's happening i hope that we do our own, our own part and you know part of that is is as simple as recycling and i'll be honest i haven't always been the best at recycling there have certainly been plenty of times where i'm like where's the recycling bin again oh, i'll just throw it away you know, I'm not perfect. I thought about buying a, uh, a hybrid car. I didn't, you know. So when I say us, I do mean when are we going to realize this? Because I'm part of that. And I guess part of that is uh, being in denial, being like, uh, you know, I can only affect it so much, which it's true to an extent, but if everybody has the mentality, then nobody's going to change anything. You know, and denial of, oh, well, maybe it won't happen. Maybe we'll figure something out and get lucky. Again, very frustrating. And again, I'm part of that group. So I, I'm with you guys, and I hope that together we can pledge to, to better ourselves and better the earth we live on. You know, I, I certainly rely on fossil fuels as much, if not more, than the next guy. This wine really is delicious, guys. You guys have to try it. Ah, oh, man. It's just it's just fruity and, and full enough, you know? Just full enough. Sorry. Anyways, uh, if you guys have ways that you guys love to help the environment, little, you know, if, if you guys compost, if you guys do things here and there, I'd love to hear about them. Uh, please comment on the podcast. Let me know what you do. And maybe it'll give me ideas. Maybe it'll give other people ideas for what they can do to help save the earth. Because this is the only earth we have. And we need to change as as a species. We need to change. So, anyways, more hurricanes coming. Hopefully they stop. Uh, hopefully you guys are okay. Hopefully your lives have not been affected horribly. And, and for those of you who have been affected and for those people who, who aren't listening, you know, my heart goes out to you. My heart goes out to you because I can't imagine what it would be like. And, and so many people who don't live in these areas have absolutely no empathy. <laughs> They're like, well, you live in a zone that is prone to hurricanes. Why don't you just move out? Yeah, because it's so easy for people to just move away from the lives that they've built. You know, a lot of people were, were born there. A lot of people went there looking for a better life and they put down roots. It's not easy to just uproot <laughs> everything and move on. You know, and even then, where are you going to move to? I mean, every every place has their issues. And if everybody decided to move to the, the few places that don't really have issues in those places, 
would have issues that aren't natural disasters but are just overpopulation even more than they are already going through. So what's the answer? You know, we should still have empathy for people who have to go through natural disasters. That's just ridiculous to me. And I'm sure we've all heard it. We've all heard people be like, well, why don't they just move? Please, please. Anyways, beyond that, let me just go through a little bit of background on me. Uh, the podcast is called But What If It's Perfect? And I will get into that in just a minute because first I want to go through why I'm called Panda. Uh, when I was a teenager, I had my own bedroom because I was lucky enough to have my own bedroom. And my mother and my sister would always wake up before me because, again, I was a teenager. Sleeping in past noon was not unusual for me. And whenever they wanted me to wake up, my mom would tell my sister to go wake up the bear because I had my bear cave. You know, it was my room. It was my cave. I, I kept it totally dark in there. I would just sleep and sleep and sleep. And she said it was like a bear hibernating. So my sister would come in my room and wake me up. And uh, they'd say I'd always be grumpy when I woke up, so I'd be growly, you know, like a bear. So it just kind of stuck. It was a bear cave. I was the bear. And uh, when I got a little bit older, my sister changed it to, to panda bear. And she just called me Panda. There was no Panda Bear, but she changed it to Panda. And she said, she said it was because uh, I wasn't one of those mean bears, like the grizzly bears. I was uh, just a cute bear, which I'm not sure how I feel about that. But I'll take a Panda Bear. You know, Panda Bears are pretty cool, and they're also pretty devastating. We've all seen that video of the Panda Bear just uh, playfully wrestling with that with the man who was silly enough to go into the enclosure. Uh, panda's can absolutely be devastating as well but i think that the panda nickname fits me so that's what i am i'm panda i'm the host panda that's me and uh <laughs> the but what if it's perfect is a story that really brings a smile to my face it was something that uh, really exemplified my mother just that that whole situation which i'm, I'm going to go through now uh it really just it was my mom in a nutshell <laughs> Uh, what we were doing, I was a teenager and we were picking up my sister from a, a camp that she would go to every year. And she would go for seven weeks at a time, which was just mind-blowing to me because I went to the same camp, the boys' version of, of her camp. And I would never go for more than three weeks. I think I went once for four weeks and that was <laughs> about the max that I could take. But she'd always go for seven. And we went to go pick her up uh, one year and we were driving her back home and it was like a, about a 12 hour drive I believe so it wasn't something that mom could comfortably do in one day after we picked her up afternoon so we'd usually stop somewhere along the way but uh, we were driving through upper Michigan um, and it was just me and my mom and my sister and in upper Michigan there's first of all there's a lot of berry stands because Upper Michigan just has a lot of blueberries and, uh, and other berries. And, and they also have a lot of fudge stands, you know, homemade fudge, fresh fudge, you know. It's just it's very common up there. And my mom sees this homemade fudge sign, and it was a horribly, horribly made sign. It did not, nothing about the sign said, ooh, they're going to have really good fudge. Because, I mean, it was done with, like, the ma a maximum of $5.00 spent at Home Depot or it's just like a, a thing of plywood a 2 by 4 some screws and then like a sharpie <laughs> homemade fudge this way and uh, my mom was like ooh fudge 
we should stop and get some. And uh, I don't remember my I don't remember my sister or I being particularly excited for it, uh, but we weren't gonna say no. Obviously, we were like, okay, yeah, if you want to get some fudge, let's let's stop and get some fudge. And and my mom kind of went through the whole gamut of emotions uh, during the next minute because she was silent for a little while. And you could see the sheer excitement initially when she said she wanted fudge. It was just like nothing else in the world mattered at that moment. She just wanted to try that fudge. And then her, her face started to sink a little bit. And her eyes went from excited to a bit sullen. And, and she goes, no, you know, the fudge probably wouldn't, wouldn't be sweet enough. And, you know, being the smartest that I was, uh, I, I agree on me, yeah, probably, probably won't be sweet enough. You know, I mean, there's only three possible scenarios. It'll be too sweet or not sweet enough or it'll, or it'll be good. I mean, yeah, sure. And then she was like, yeah, yeah, or it'll be too sweet. Uh, yep, those are two of the three scenarios. <laughs> it's going to either be... We just went over this. Yep, it's very possible that it'll be too sweet. And again, just to watch her face go from from excited to sullen, and then kind of go through both scenarios that would mean that the fudge wasn't very good, and then her face perked up again. And again, it was just this complete excitement. This this there's no way this is gonna backfire type look on her face. And she goes, but what if it's perfect? And that moment, <laughs> that whole minute was just, it's odd to say as a child, but it was the cutest thing. It was something that I, even talking about right now, I have the biggest, dorkiest smile on my face because it was her. It was unadulterated, just completely... I'm not going to apologize for who I am. It's going to be perfect. Oh, no. No, it probably won't be. But what if it is? <laughs> I loved it. And we, we stopped and got the fudge, I think. Uh, it's needless to say, but we did stop and get the fudge. And it wasn't very good, <laughs> as, as can be expected from a homemade sign. You know, it wasn't very good, but that wasn't the point. And that wasn't the part that stuck with me. It was just the fact that that whole scenario was exactly what we need to do as people. We need to be willing to try it. And, and the best way to try something is to go into it hoping or expecting that it's going to work out. Because if you go into something with a negative attitude, if you go into something expecting it to fail, it's going to fail. And I can't tell you how many times in my life I've wanted to try something new and uh, it just wasn't what I hoped it would be. <laughs> because I'm the kind of guy who I go to a restaurant and I want to try something new every time. I want to try everything on the menu. And my mom was never like that. She was always somebody who just wanted to get the same thing at the same restaurant every time we went out. And it frustrated me because there's only so many times I can go to Mamma Mia's and watch her eat lasagna. <laughs> you 
until I go through everything in the menu that, you know, I could possibly like. And, uh, but, you know, we, we conflicted in that, but just watching her go through that cycle of emotions, it really, it just, to me, that is exactly what needs to happen. Whenever you see the potential for something new, you have to think, but what if it's perfect? You know, yeah, it probably won't be because most things in life, newsflash, aren't going to be perfect. But the moment you stop putting yourself out there is the moment that you fail. That's the moment that you give up. And however you want to view life, however you, you choose to uh, live your life is no business of mine. But to me, if I'm not going to live my life and try all the new things I can possibly try, including things I honestly don't think I'm going to like, then what am I doing? Am I just trying to live for, you know, as many years as I can doing only the things that make me comfortable? There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, there are plenty of people who do that. And they enjoy their life every day and they know exactly what they're going to do that day and, and that's all they need. But to me, for me, personally, I could never do that. You know, even doing the same job for two years on end is, is maddening. Trying the same thing at a restaurant for even a week straight sounds horrible <laughs> and sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I want to try as many things as I can because life has so much to offer. And we, we'll never know. We'll never know. Because things could be perfect. And we'll never know if they are. So that was a pretty good uh, little capsule of what my podcast is going to be like. You have some wine. You have some current events. You have a couple stories from me. And I kind of go off <laughs> into a, just a tangent. I just ramble. That's basically the essence of this podcast. So again, thank you guys so much for giving me the time. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I hope you hit the subscribe button. Uh, this podcast will only get better from here. This was the very first one. Uh, I, I'm about to finish off my glass of wine right now. <sighs> yep. Delicious. Again, please comment with how you choose to save the earth, if you choose to save the earth, uh, what you're drinking along with me, what you think about my choice of wine, if you have any recommendations. I'd love to hear them all. So again, thank you guys. I love you guys. Please have a good night. Please be safe.